Hello and welcome to episode 141 of Travel Stories from the Back Again and Gone podcast, being recorded in the beautiful mountains of North Georgia. And today, it's once again time for that crazy travel roundup. Thanks for listening. Hello, if you are a new listener, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. And I am again, once again, on a road trip. And once again, here to report that I am seeing less and less masks, which is good as more and more people are getting vaccinated or more and more people are getting a little bit more comfortable. Things are returning to somewhat normal, not quite what it was in 2020, but at least we're moving in that direction. So yes, it's time again for the monthly crazy travel roundup, and I'm going to start off with a question. Are you familiar with Black Chica 954, B-L-A-Q-U-E-C-H-I-C-A 954? Well, she's on the Instagram. She has 88 posts, 970 followers, and is following 381 accounts herself. Her bio is as follows. I live intentionally gregariously i face my days with gusto laughter is the embodiment of my soul well on may 7th black chica 954 and in case you did not know 954 is the area code for most of broward county think fort lauderdale think plantation think hollywood i believe even at the ceo that her area code on her cell phone that she's had for the better part of 20 years is also 954 So anyway, Black Chica954 shared a video of her on her Instagram account as she went through TSA at the beautiful Fort Lauderdale Airport on May 7th. And what wasn't expected was that TSA would request that she removed her hat. And as most of us know that have been through TSA, they are going to ask you to remove your hat. Apparently, Black Chica was not aware of this. And fittingly, Her hat had embroidered across the front of it a bad hair day, and it just so happened to have her wig attached to it. Yes, that's right, her wig. There was an exchange, uh, went along the lines of TSA, you have to remove the hat. Black Chica, are you serious? No, you can't be. TSA, yes, I have to check underneath the hat, Black Chica, but it's a wig, she added. And then when TSA stops you from being fabulous, It's what she captioned the video with. And unfortunately, Black Chica 954 wasn't all that fixated on being a true social media influencer as her account has now gone private and the video is no longer available. That being said, it was probably one of the best TSA encounters that I have seen in a long, long time. Growing up, myself, like probably everybody else out there, used to do some pretty crazy stuff. Maybe our parents would call it stupid stuff. We did things like fishing golf balls out of the uh, the lakes that were infested with alligators in our neighborhood. We spent a lot of time wandering through the drainage pipes that ran underneath our roads. But this next one, this next one just might take the cake. Boy unhurt after taking ride on airport conveyor belt system Dateline Minneapolis, authorities say a nine-year-old boy who found his way onto the conveyor belt baggage handling system at Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport was not injured. 
Airport spokesman Pat Hogan, maybe that's uh, Hulk Hogan's brother, said the incident happened early Saturday afternoon as a group of 20 people were checking their bags for a trip they were all taking together. Hogan said initially no one in the group noticed the boy was missing. So this group of 20 individuals was not very attentive. It sounds almost like a Home Alone version 3. There was a lot of confusion because there were so many people in the group that they were all checking their bags, putting their own bags on the conveyor. So it took a second for them to realize he was missing. But as soon as they did, people sprang into action and the police were able to quickly recover and find the young lad. Hogan went on to say that the incident will likely lead to a review of the baggage system security safeguards to see if it needs more to be done to prevent it from happening again. What needs to happen is for people to be a little bit more responsible. However, that nine-year-old is going to have one epic Monday at his next virtual school meeting. This next one, pay attention to it. It comes to us from the points guy. Threaten a Delta employee to say goodbye to your Sky Miles account and elite status. In a statement, a Delta spokesperson said, respect and civility to others on our planes, at our airports, in our workplaces, and in our society have always been a requirement for our people and our customers. Nothing is more important than their safety. So what does this mean? Well, to you and I, if you piss off a Delta employee, you could just have your Sky Miles account closed. This in turn means that you could lose all your Sky Miles. It also means that you could also lose any of your unused and upcoming award or upgrade certificates and all other associated membership benefits, including medallion elite status. And if that isn't enough, you could also get banned from flying Delta Airlines in the future, just like Andrew Dice Clay has been banned for MTV for the past two, possibly three decades. So the next time your flight gets canceled or you get rebooked or your luggage is lost, people, please try to keep it in your pants. And on the heels of that story, we get this from the FAA. FAA proposes civil penalties against four passengers for allegedly interfering with flight attendants. This is a laundry list. A $32,000 fine against a JetBlue passenger traveling from the Dominican Republic to New York in February. The passenger refused to wear a mask, drank alcohol that had not been served on board, threw an empty bottle into the air, nearly hitting another passenger, threw food in the air, cursed out flight attendants, grabbed a flight attendant's arm, causing pain, and scratched yet another flight attendant. A $32,000 fine. Now you might ask, what can I do for $16,000? Well, Southwest passenger traveling from Chicago to Sacramento, or as I like to call it, Sacktown. This passenger also refused to wear a face mask during boarding and when seating. Eventually, he placed the mask on, but under his nose. When a flight attendant instructed him to wear the mask over his nose and mouth, he cursed her out. On that basis, he was removed from the flight. As he walked off the airplane, he called each of the two flight attendants pathetic and hit one of the flight attendants with his bags. So that's what $16,000 will allow you to do. How about $9,000? This was a Delta passenger traveling from Minneapolis to Philadelphia, unbuckled her seatbelt, then got out of her seat during takeoff, began walking up and down the aisle, repeatedly said she wanted to get off the aircraft. 
refused to follow multiple flight attendants instructions to return to her seat, forcing the plane to return to Minneapolis. I'm going to say that probably she got the better part of that deal to turn a plane around and put it back on the ground has got to cost a lot more than $9,000. And finally, for nine grand, an Alaskan Airlines passenger, and I think we talked about this a couple months ago for traveling from Bozeman to Seattle, refused to wear a mask, prompting a diversion, and that got him a $9,000 fine. So yes, the FAA is cracking down. So again, people keep it in your pants. This next one is from WABC. Off-duty cop subdues woman after mid-air flight attendant attacked on a JFK flight. A passenger was arrested for a mid-flight brawl, according to American Airlines Flight 1357 from Miami, thank you, Florida, to New York after she allegedly attacked a flight attendant. Shanaza, C-H-E-N-A-S-I-A, Shanaza Campbell, age 28, is facing charges after authorities say she assaulted the flight attendant while on the plane while it was in the air, causing bruising and injuries, and at one point bragging that the cops would do nothing. As this happened, an off-duty NYPD police officer was also on the flight and restrained Campbell until the plane landed. Two things. First, as someone that has spent countless hours, possibly years, staring through the windshield of a car, I equate this as some asshat that has passed you on the median while you're stuck in traffic, only to see them pulled over, getting a ticket a few minutes later. In a second, I'm thinking that Ms. Campbell just lost her executive platinum American Airlines status. I know you can't see it, but that last sentence was written in the sarcasm font. Do you remember growing up and playing the choose your adventure game? So let's do this right now. Adventure number one, cocaine snorting anti-masker causes jet blue diversion. This comes to us from one mile at a time. Or adventure number two, flight diverts when maskless man does lines of coke in the lab gropes and threatens women on board. That one comes from View from the Wing. And that was a trick question because both questions take you to the same adventure and to the same exact destination. JetBlue Flight 915 from New York JFK to San Francisco was diverted to Minneapolis after a passenger who reportedly did lines of coke in the aircraft lavatory and made unwanted touching advances towards a woman on board and then to top it off, made knifing gestures with his hands towards her as well. And did you notice that there was no mention of Florida anywhere in that previous sentence? Well, to recap, passenger was seated in Mint, which is JetBlue's business class. I don't know who in marketing thought that JetBlue should name their business class Mint. Probably could have picked any other word but that. But anyway, they were seated in the mint section and was annoying another passenger with unwanted touching, possibly inadvertent, maybe intentional, it is unknown. The passenger then made multiple trips to the bathroom. The flight attendant was then able to move passengers so that the woman being harassed felt more comfortable. Kudos to you, JetBlue uh, flight attendants. The passenger then refused to wear his mask repeatedly and kept going to the bathroom. If you remember in episode 129 or 130, that's where I said this would be the year of the masks versus the non-masks or the vaxxers versus the, the non-vaxxers. This is the beginning of it. The passenger then started antagonizing another passenger, including making knife-stabbing motions. 
The passenger was observed exhibiting erratic behavior and snorting a white substance. Well, of course he wasn't wearing his mask. How else was he going to do a line of coke? While in the bathroom, the crew found a bag of white substance in his seat. And then when the passenger finally returned, he remained calm after being told to settle down, clearly realizing that the crew had found his cocaine. Nothing takes the steam or the wind out of a cocaine addict's sails is that when you actually find their stash. All flight attendants felt uncomfortable, as did most of the passengers, so that's why the captain made the decision to divert. This is 2021. I really had no idea that people were still snorting coke out there. And again, somehow there was no mention of Florida anywhere in that article. When you talk about airports, the subject of clubs will eventually come up. Delta has their Sky Club, American Airlines has its Admiral Club, and don't forget the beautiful American Express Centurion lounges. All of these are as fancy as the names imply. Well, how about this club, the MIA Fight Club? Yep, another month and another fight at MIA, which is the call sign for Miami International Airport. Last month, the fight took place in front of the Urban Decay store. Very fitting. This month, the battle began on a Southwest Airlines flight from Chicago to Miami. And what sparked it? Glad you asked. This all started due to a passenger refusing to wear shoes nope a shirt nope how about pants nope this was all over once again a mask now if you check out reddit i'll put a link in the show notes there is at this time a two minute video of this and this was an absolute brawl one participant or bystander had to have had 30 inch hair extensions and she absolutely held her own and her extensions held in. I don't know if they were secured by drywall screws or what, but they did not budge during this whole melee. And as one uh, Reddit user asked, what airport is this? And we all know that you don't talk about the MIA Fight Club. So hold tight, Florida. Apparently, you do not own all of the craziness. London Brawl, massive fight at airport caught on video. It posted to TMZ. This one went down at London's Luton Airport after a man threw a bottle at another passenger who was insulting his female traveling companion. Nothing wrong with defending one lady's honor. However, lots of onlookers decided to get in the game, and when the dust settled, 17 people were arrested. Three people received serious injuries and were taken to the hospital. That's not funny, but three people. Uh, This was another brawl. Some travelers were blindly swinging luggage while others took to standing on chairs in order to precisely hit their target. And all this took place right around 8 a.m., way too early for such shenanigans. My new favorite travel site, Live and Let Fly, gives us this headline, International Flight Diverted. An American Airlines flight from Tokyo to Dallas diverted to Seattle after Waka Suzuki, Waka Suzuki became enraged that her in-seat power outlet stopped working and attempted to breach the flight deck after flight attendants were unable to fix the problem. Suzuki began screaming at the flight attendants, becoming increasingly hostile and belligerent. Unable to fix the problem, Suzuki took matters in her own hands and rushed down the aisle, 
from her seat in economy class and kept going until she reached the flight deck door in the front of the plane. She proceeded to bang on the door and to get the captain's attention, which apparently it worked. Once Waka Flocka Crazy got the captain's attention, she was promptly restrained with plastic handcuffs. Somehow, I would think or feel that American Airlines should upgrade their handcuffs, something beyond plastic. They probably meant to say the uh, zip strips that the riot cops used. If not, get some metal handcuffs. But anyway, the captain then declared a level three lockdown, which sounds pretty serious. And according to the FAA, that means weapons displayed slash used credible terrorist threats, credible bomb threats or actual use of bombs. So if somebody blows up a plane, you're going to get a level three lockdown, sabotage of aircraft systems, credible threats of hijacking and deadly hand to hand techniques such as choking or eye gouging. Overkill? Eh, not sure, but this one is going to be expensive. You're going to have lawyers, you're going to probably have international lawyers, and all these guys don't charge by the hour, they charge by the minute. And to think all of this could have been avoided with a $15 power bank. So there you go, Waka Flocka, Suzuki Crazy. This next one is from the I thought it was a booger, but it's not department. We have JetBlue passenger used blanket as a tissue and find $10,000. Thank you, boing boing. A maskless gentleman, that's right, a maskless gentleman on board a JetBlue flight who blew his nose into a blanket and was abusive to the flight crew now knows the price of exercising his freedoms on a plane. That price, $10,500. That's how much the FAA is fining him for his selfish and disgusting behavior. The incident took place in December on a flight from Fort Lauderdale, thank you, Florida, to LA. The FAA did not release the man's name. First, again, yes, thank you, Florida. Second, why was a maskless passenger allowed on a JetBlue flight? especially back in December when there weren't that many vaccinations. And third, I guess JetBlue is now officially spelled J-E-T-B-L-E-W, JetBlue. Not sure where I stumbled across this one, but Southwest Airlines flight attendant loses two teeth after passenger assault. In-flight incidents at intolerable level according to the flight attendants union. And apparently the flight attendant union has been listening to the monthly crazy travel roundup. Well, here's the skinny. Southwest spokesman Chris Maines confirmed that a passenger physically assaulted a flight attendant when Southwest Flight 700 from Sacktown, Sacramento to San Diego landed last Sunday. Chris went on to add the passenger repeatedly ignored standard in-flight instructions and became verbally and physically abusive upon landing. Law enforcement officials were requested to meet the flight upon arrival and the passenger was taken into custody. We do not condone or tolerate verbal or physical abuse of our flight crews who are responsible, yes, for the safety of our passengers. Now here's the getcha. The union said there were 477 passenger misconduct incidents on Southwest, just Southwest between April 8th and May 15th. That's almost 13 incidents per day. But you knew it. I knew it. We all knew it. This was going to happen as we begin our return to normal. Finishing up this month's episode with this one from View from the Wing, Spirit Airlines fight involves teens and seven months pregnant woman 
Guess what? Everyone gets banned. Passengers have been banned from Spirit Airlines after an onboard brawl on Saturday. I don't think I've used the word brawl so many times uh, in the last year as I have in the last 20 minutes. Anyway, after an onboard brawl last Saturday that involved two teenagers and a pregnant woman on one side and two passengers who were kicking a seat back of another in an incident that has gone viral across many social media platforms. According to the woman who identifies herself as the grandmother of one of the passengers that was fighting, the guy in the black shirt and his girlfriend that were also fighting after asking the passengers not to kick the back of her granddaughter's seat, this led to cursing and escalated to snatching a pregnant woman's hair. I wonder if she knows uh, Black Chica 954, because if she had done that, she would have not only snagged her hair, but her hat. Well, guess what? After snatching the pregnant woman's hair, that's when things got really out of control between the guy and his girl, who were said to have been kicking the back of the seat in the first place. The two minors who complained about the kicking, as well as the seven-months pregnant woman, who was the aunt to the other two passengers, and it goes on and on and on. A flight attendant made an announcement threatening to divert the aircraft. There are several videos of this skirmish posted, and mid-air fights are unfortunately fairly common now. And here's my takeaway. If you are 5'8", and that's about my height, you are at a distinct advantage when fighting on an airplane, especially if you are in the middle or window seat. Why? Because you're going to be hunched over because of the luggage bend, which is going to greatly reduce your reach and your punch power. So if you plan on getting all spider monkey on your next flight, pick an aisle seat. This will allow you to at least stand up as well as giving you some mobility room and a greater range of motion for your swings. Again, these fights are commonplace and most of the articles carry the same thing, but what's so unique and what is so ever evolving about these is the comments left by the viewers or the readers. View from the wing, here we go. Jed Ford says, obnoxious passengers on Spirit Airlines don't act just this way in the air, they also act this way in the stores and on the road. Chris says, I can't wait till Trump leaves office so we can all live in peace again. Jerry adds, Spirit Airlines has to be one of the biggest recipients of people's stymie check spending. Sir Topham Hatt with two T's, H-A-T-T. Underrated moment, the chunky white boy standing up to intervene with the plumber's butt till Sunday. So yes, if you do see the video, there is a little bit of a plumber's crack. And then finally, fat lip finishing it up with spirit is the official airlines of the democrat party you know we're used to having this stuff happen on spirit airlines whatever reason it just seems to follow their mantra but again the comments to the east are what often makes the uh the uh, actual article stand out just a little bit well there you have it if you want detailed show notes links and pictures head over to podpage.com slash travel hyphen stories that's podpage.com slash travel hyphen stories. Something new is we are also now posting at Substack. So feel free to visit travelstories.substack.com. That's travelstories.substack.com. And as always, travel safe, stay safe, and thanks for listening.